Evan Hocking. Slatsy. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Slatsy, yeah. yeah. You, call, you call me Slatsy because uh, when I was on Tinder, albeit briefly, uh, I had a photo of Callie Slater in a tube. Yeah, that was your <laughs> profile pic. And also... And it didn't work. I didn't get one bird. Well, you, you went into Tal- Tullamarine on, at the surf park <laughs> for the first three years. You couldn't even get it. You couldn't even stand up. So no. you were just paddling around the whitewash. I got a fucking good joke out of it, though. Yeah, but well, no one appreciates the joke I came up with. I, I paid 80 bucks a session to learn how to surf. I spent more than Christopher Reeve trying to stand up. Yeah. And that's more a time good, than Christopher Reeve trying to stand up. That's yeah. a good fucking joke. It's a great joke. But no one gets it. I've got to wait for a Silver Fox crowd. Yeah. Christopher Reeve, when did he pass away? Oh, I'm going to guess late 90s. Well, maybe. Could you go someone like... Did Stephen Hawking, did he try to stand up? Nah, man. He gave up a 20. <laughs> he gave up a yeah. 20. When he looked like Semple, he's like, I'm done. I've got to yeah. sit down. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre, that surf. Sorry, Semple. I, I love got, you, man. I've got to get back there. But, um, yeah, oh, yeah, I sort of thought of a joke about um, how you go to the surf park in Tullamarine. It's pretty realistic. I got caught in a rip. I ended up in Glenroy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's not bad. That's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's, what do you uh, think of the surf park? Is it cheating? Are you aware? Are, oh, are you, it's definitely cheating. But are you a cockhead? Mate, I... Considering the shark attacks we have... That's and how, true. And how far away it is for us in Brunswick to go for a fucking surf. Well, I've moved down to Mornington. <laughs> I can't picture myself ever going for a surf. Just the time and the effort. When you're young, you've got plenty of time. It does it. You can do it hungover. Mm. Me and mates, we used to drive like three hours from Moorlbark. Down to sometimes as far as lawn just for the day. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's no crazy. commitments, man. No commitments. Yeah. So now I, I just go to the front beach and jump in there and paddle around like an idiot. And um, yeah, but oh, I've got to get back out and do something. Yeah, because I'm chunked on a bit. There's a lot going on, huh? There's a bit happening, mate. You just got back from a mining tour in WA. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, and I wanted to talk to you ago. about that. Um, yeah. What you thought of it, uh, doing stand-up in front of miners in conditions that's not conducive to stand-up. You're outdoors. There's a massive gap between you and the audience. And they've come off 12 hours on a on a mine site. Like, I've I've done trades. Uh, fucking after three hours, you're over it. Yeah. So you, you, and it's, I'm pretty... I'm tipping it's not that... It's, it's hot in those mines. Mm. So blokes come back, and women, and... Yeah, 12 hours on a job site. I mean, then you've got some dickhead with red hair telling jokes. Well, I've got shit teeth and this and that. So There's two gigs that I'm aware of. It's the, the ones that f- about are about to fly out and yeah. go back to Perth. They're the, they're the raucous gigs because they're, they're looking at two weeks off. They're pumped. They're pumped. They're and pumped you, up. You can't fucking die. No. It's hard to die. They'll laugh at anything. They're pissed up. All right, on mid-strength. Yeah, well... But back when I did it, it was... There was no limits. It was, it was heavy. It was no limit on mid-strength, and they had a lot of heavy beer. Yeah. Well, now Rio Tinto and a few others, they're four, four mid-strengths. That's it. And before we get Cut to off. that, the other gig where they, the planes were coming back, they were fucking death row. Oh, they, yeah. They, 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 their heads were hanging low. Oh, mate. Could you imagine flying into one of those joints, just knowing that you've got two weeks, 12-hour days... Fucking shit. They talk about shit. For, uh, some of the food was shit. But, I mean, it's, you can handle it for one day when we were there. 
And before they're about to go into a hole in the earth. And maybe you miss you miss her, you think she's fucking someone else. So you're like two weeks away, like you'd be on edge. Definitely. I I, I uh I broke up with my ex while I was in the mindset. You had a meltdown, didn't you? Uh, I didn't really have a meltdown. I was just like, I've got to get home to the shop. And I was mm. like, this is fucked. Is that what you called her? Huh? I'm going to get back to the shop. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird name. Like, like an av- Hey, babe. <laughs> get back to the shop. Yeah, she was always shut. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Uh, I, bought, I, it up. <laughs> yeah, like, bought it up. Bought it yeah, up. Closed for closed, business. Yeah. yeah. Chain, under new management. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get a look in. Um, they, they flew me out straight away. They didn't let me stay overnight. Because they thought I was going to kill, kill myself. Because that and happens like, out there. I was whisked away. Like, what's what's happening? And they're like, mate, it's got nothing to do with you, but we've had a lot of suicides here when blokes find out their missus have been cheating. Oh, on fuck yeah. I had no Just idea. Just throw himself in yeah, front Dool- of one of those big trucks. Dooley was like, you've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be great. But um, I guess if you, if you wanted to make cash, I don't think it's as lucrative and as fun as what it used to be. Some of the smaller ones were, like little gold mining sites where they actually treated their workers like adults. They said, you can have as much grog as you want, but just blow zero in the morning and you laugh. And they realise it's a good job, like you're in there. Um, Some people love it. I I worked the one mine that was horrific and scary was a copper mine. It was run by an Indian company, and they couldn't give a fuck. There were, there were holes they, in the wall. India, they gave me India t- aren't known for their safety <laughs> regulations, are they? No shit. No. They gave me towels to board up the holes in me donga <laughs> so snakes wouldn't get in, and I'm shitting myself. No, hardly any air they, con. It was so just a did, fan. did they have, like, Indian dudes just come around, and I'm going, do-dee-doo. <laughs> Maybe just to yeah, get got a snake in Catsy's. Donga, yeah. get in there, a bib. I don't know. Yeah, that would work. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's not bad. That's all right. There we go. Three, three jokes already on the. Got that's good, mate. That's good. So yeah, it was. Um, oh, it was great. I got out when the big lockdown was on. Obviously, cancelled the wedding for a uh, second time and. Um, Third time, right? Uh, no, it was just the second. It was just the second. Yeah. How, did she laugh at that joke when you when she said, "What do we do now? It's cancelled twice," and you said the punchline, "Let's just be friends." <laughs> Maybe just be friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great. Oh, I don't joke. know if she's heard it. Like she. Um, oh, no, she a, probably has. I love that joke. Do you yeah. still do? I haven't heard you do that on stage. Yeah. I've oh no, I have of, actually. It has. Yeah, I've heard you. Yeah, yeah I've sort of. I, I was trying to start differently because I'm trying to work on a festival show, and I, I'm just going to come out and do. I just want to do 40 minutes of stand up. I don't want to. I don't want to stress about having to have through lines and it's got to finish. Just be fucking I just funny. And funny. So just, yeah, just do 40 minutes of stand-up. So I'm just going to go bang, bang, bang. So, yeah, I'm, I'll probably just open with that, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. So come along to the show. You know the first joke. Well, you have to open with it because you have to address the finger going up your ass in the poster. That's it. That's it, mate. So, yeah, a bit of material about the missus <laughs> being a doctor. and uh, It's sort of bizarre, you know. But I, I was sort of thinking, I, what's bizarre about it? Uh, her being a doctor. Yeah. Like, oh, just, oh, I'm a fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you just. Really, do you really see yourself as a fuck? Because I see you as a fully functioning stand up and you run yeah. gigs and yeah. you're professional. You're always on time. So where are you? A, where is it? Is it bizarre because you, 
Like, I know the joke, you're batting above your average, yeah, right? Yeah, like, punching. You're with, a gen- you're with a genius. Yeah. But I she think- says, Dr. She always says on book smart and on street smart. Like, is she, is she... Oh, there's some shit that she says. I'm going, Jesus Christ, how are you a doctor? But it's just that stuff. Oh, their brains are obviously wired differently than uh, some other people. Can she watch Die Hard with you? Oh, fuck. I, I haven't. I haven't watched Die Hard. There's so many movies I haven't watched. I haven't watched Rambo. No. I haven't watched uh, Rockies. I haven't. Mate, I'm not a big movie guy. Fuck, you're talking to a wog here. They're they're classic wog. Mate, I just can't watch a movie and fucking concentrate through the whole thing. I just, I find, whereas me, Mrs. Kristen, she, that's her time to, if she's having a shit day, if she's stressed about anything, the movie, that takes her out of what she's thinking about where I'm just watching a movie and oh, fuck I could do this I could do that can you enjoy what she's enjoying the movie she's enjoying yeah like, uh, depends what it is is like, it too highbrow because she's a doctor or nah, does she it's watch? not that man she's like her favourite all time is One Tree Hill and she'll just go back and watch it re, re yeah, old yeah, episodes yeah. of that um, she gets into series a lot like there'll be times where we'll start a series we'll watch two episodes I'm like I'm in this let's go let's do it I'll get home the next day she goes, oh, I'll watch four episodes. <laughs> oh, well, fuck it. I'm not watching it now. <laughs> she doesn't wait for you. Nah, she doesn't wait. Yeah. She doesn't wait. But uh, she's had to wait because of the wedding. So, being postponed. Uh, I, 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 when I watch series with girls, I, I often, they go, don't watch it. We'll watch it together. I'm like, nah, wait. And then I jump ahead secretly. Yeah. And then I pretend I'm all smart by going, I think I know what's going to happen here. This yeah, is going to happen. Yeah, and yeah, it happens. Yeah. She's like, how'd you know? I'm like, oh, I just worked it out. Yeah, that's right. So cheating, cheating. That's what you're doing. But um, the one she did get into was The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls one. Which oh, is yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, mate. So but you're not really into basketball. No, not really. I hate basketball. Yeah. I like American football. I just, because you can, you know, I get it. I don't get basketball. He's got the ball, so just get him. But you can't. You, you can't. Sort of, you can't. It, you just, they sort of like shake around him. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just, a lot of people, some people just don't get it. They don't get basketball. But it was big. So what was happening, because in the, say, early 90s, that was when NBA was probably hitting Maybe when Jordan became big and NBA basketball, that American culture came into, what were you doing in 92, 93, 94? I remember I wanted Jordans and I was playing NBA Jam. So I fucking knew about him. Yeah. And I knew he didn't make the high school basketball team. So I found that amazing. Yep. I don't know. Was he a fucking idiot? Well, I don't know. How can he not make the basketball team? Were they that good? I think he was just young and... um, Just batting off a lot. Batting off a fair bit. Just yeah, he's just not interested. Just skinny, just skinny. Just wasn't good enough at the time, mate. But then he, um, he had sort of what they say. I don't get all the varsities and the all the different names for the elementary school. That's high school, isn't it? No, I don't get it. Sophomore, get it. freshman. Sophomore, I don't yeah, get it. That's uni, is it? I, I got no idea. We say primary, really high ask school. Anyone. We're just going. No, you can ask her. Ring but she someone. Won't answer. Yeah. <laughs> She's thinking. She's the thinker. Yeah. What is sophomore? So no idea. Yeah, but um, yeah, but after oh, she fucked it. She ruined it for me after the third episode. Why? Because we were having a few drinks, and she just looked at me after the third episode, really disappointed, and said, "Ah, oh, I always thought I'd end up with the black guy." <laughs> <laughs> I heard you do that. Yeah. So, so she actually said that. She That's fucking not a said that. Line. That's not a punchline. She, she actually, really did. she really said that. She said. 
She loves R&B. She loves, you know, she that sort of stuff. She she loves that dancing, that culture. She just she 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 says she's I've got a black soul. So how do you argue that, mate? Oh, you can't know. do blackface. No, you, you can't do it. <laughs> you cannot. I guess you, the only thing you can do is turn the light off and wear an NBA, wear his Guernsey, wear, wear his, his singlet, whatever Guernsey they call it. Guernsey and a strap on. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, um, but no, nah, she enjoyed that. But yeah, she uh, she froths over the, the, the Afro-American sort of culture yeah. and the R&B and all that. So, yeah, I'm the furthest from that. I yeah. cannot fucking dance. At all? Nah, well, I don't you, think I'm too bad, but... Well, you got the nightclub stuff down, Pat, when you're with, you know, looking for a girl. The yeah. basic. That should be a, in the curriculum for high school. Well, they don't teach you the right shit at high school. They like, taught you, you Nutbush nut City. Nut, yeah, in the bus stop. Just like, I always went the wrong way in the bus stop. Yeah. I didn't fucking... <laughs> I'm bumping into everyone. I didn't know what's going on. Teach us the running man. Dancing. Did you ever do, like... The fucking running man. Mm. I swear I looked exactly like the chicks were doing it. and I, Everyone's just laughing at me. They should have taught us how to do basic nightclub dancing. Just get us to fingering a girl as quick as possible. With, what year do you reckon you'd start doing that? I mean, yeah. going by my sex life, I reckon front 26 right. they should have told me that <laughs> shit. Right front beach when I was fucking year nine. Oh, that's, that's great. We'd go to the That's why you weren't watching basketball. No. Because you were too busy fingering chicks on Rye Beach. I fucking miss that, man. We'd meet up at Rye Carnival and uh, we'd pay someone to get us a six-pack of Strongbow and a pack of Winnie Blues. That would have been like, what was a six-pack of Strongbow back then? Oh, 15, 12. 20 bucks yeah. cover everything. Yeah. Ooh, Smokes were like 6 or $7. Yeah. And and then we'd pick up some girls at the carnival and then break into um, a boat shed along the foreshore. Oh, yeah. They're great, those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they're selling for 250 grand one sold. Yeah. <laughs> Get fucked. It's, How priced out are we that's, of life? Yes. It's ridiculous. When you can't even afford. You can't put a sink in the fucking thing. No, you can't but do it's anything. a quarter of a million bucks. What, no. what am I getting? Yeah. It's just location, location, location. They are pretty fucking cool. But what do you put in it? You're only allowed to put, what, a fuck, couple of boogie boards? Well, yeah, you can put... Um, another thing, we bought a stand-up paddle board, and that's a pain in the ass. It's that's, one of those pump-up ones. I know it. It's the white, middle-aged yeah. fad right now. It is. Everyone Every had one. Every white, middle-aged cunt has got one. It's like... it's. How many of those things are going to end up in fucking landfill oh. in six months? In, in, there'll be dolphins, there'll be shit, there'll be fucking... In a million in years. In Bali, they'll float all over to Bali. There'll be, a, you'll get washed up, all these stand-up paddle boards on... In a million years, there'll be a layer of the Earth's crust. It's geologists stand-up paddle boards. blue melted layer yeah. <laughs> of paddleboard that stretches across Australia. The CEO of Anaconda and BCF is just fucking getting blown by 35 chicks. He goes, ah, oh, that stand-up paddle board is a good thing. Oh man. Yeah, man! So yeah, yeah. So the stand-up paddleboard and and because down the beach, cause you, I don't you don't know. I bought it for Kristen for Christmas because you don't you don't know what to get. That's a good gift. You're that, in Mornington. It's great, mate. It's great. And the number of times I've just printed out a photo of like some accommodation, I said, oh yeah, we'll book, we'll book this. I'll take you away for a couple of nights. 
And with the lockdowns, that's never... I haven't bought her a Christmas... I haven't... She hasn't redeemed a Christmas present or birthday present in about three years. Really? Oh, because I've just printed out all these vouchers. Said, we'll book it, we'll book it with all the lockdowns and that. Yep, yep. Yeah, so stand-up paddleboard and wine fridge. You bought a wine bought a fridge? wine fridge. Nice. Yeah, it's a bit wanky. For, Is that but, only for... No, it really keeps eight dollar bottles of wine. A <laughs> <laughs> great temp. It's going to say. You Your cast. So go much great. electricity for a bottle of spumant. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Passion pop. Does it fit just, the cardboard ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just we... Oh, the goon. The goon. But uh, no, we don't mind a wine, but yeah, you can't you can't go too crazy on that shit. A nice bottle here and there, but... Absolutely. Yeah, so that's all right. And we've got... Um, we've got... We're doing up uh, the interior designing of... Jeez, oh, what a wanky word. Um, What's well, your place? At, at our place, yeah. It's yours. You well, own it. <laughs> Yes. You're in your four, you're in your late thirties. That's it, mate. But we're, we're those do- words are going to come in your vernacular now. Oh yeah, yeah. But we're doing it up, and we've got one of those, an old sort of dresser, and it's got, you know, when you see a movie with like some lawyer or something, he walks into his house and he's got the little the thing of scotch. He pulls it up, he puts it in, tips it in the glass, and then just shots it back. A decanter. It's just a whiskey. Yeah, it's a, a decanter. A decanter, yeah. You got the crystal one. Yeah, we got one of those. In fucking days yeah. of our lives, where yeah. they get told off and they turn their back and yeah, walk put a bottle them. of Grants in it. That's where we're going. <laughs> you got fucking thirty dollar <laughs> bottle of Grants. That's it. In the decanter, the one with the Superman's house key when he puts it off. Yeah, it's like all fucking crystal and yeah. shit. So no, we haven't you got one in... of those. Yeah, yeah, we're really dressing the joint up, mate. Fucking hell. Yeah, but look at you. Like I said, we haven't got any scotch in that yet. So wine fridge, a little scotch decanter. A piano. We scored a free piano. You were taking piano lessons during lockdown. How did that go? I tried. I I wasn't taking lessons. I was getting on YouTube, and it was like sort of Guitar Hero, where you'd get the colours. Yeah, you're taking lessons. YouTube's a teacher. Lessons. And what I thought, I thought, I'm not going to start with hot cross buns. No, you're going to go to rack. I'm going to go straight to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play the Third Symphony of Fidero or some shit like this. I go, I'll get it. Mate, big brain, big brain wasn't. I had to learn one, one hand first, then the next hand. What song did you actually try and play? I like learned a really hard one. Oh, Chopsticks. I, I was getting into the police. I thought King of Pain. There was. I was looking at that. Uh, there was a few others. The one I actually got, I could do the start and the first verse, but there, there wasn't any music for the chorus. It was uh, Hospital Beds by Cold War Kids. Okay. Yeah. Don't so, know it. No, great song, great song. And Cold War Kids are American band, sort of alternative. Um, that song was from, I think, about you know maybe two thousand five, two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Just great, great album, great song, and yeah, it was one that I actually learnt. But now you put it in front of a, I don't know where all that information goes. Just fucks right <laughs> off, doesn't it? I think you deleted it. I did delete you it. You say you're not playing piano anymore. Nah, it's too hard. Because you got your, you're very creative. Like you're doing stand up, you're doing acting, you're trying to learn to play piano. <laughs> Don't know about acting. You're fucking drinking scotch out of a decanter. <laughs> Mate, I'm you class. Got a wine fridge. Fuck, she's lucky to have me. You're married to a doctor. Mate, Jesus Christ, I should be getting blown. <laughs> I've got a stand up paddleboard. <laughs> Jesus, is it getting any better than this? I'm a catch, mate. Yeah. Oh god! So, I'd love to see some refugees on a stand-up paddleboard. But no, thank you, please. No thanks. <laughs> Go get out there. It's what, fun. Get no thanks. What happened was the first time the Coast Guard turned me. I around. didn't pump it up enough the first time, so it, it, it was sort of it was going okay. It was a bit wobbly, 
And then I realised you've got to pump it up more. Um, and first time I, t- I took it down to Mount Martha, I pumped it up, little gauge, this is rock solid, this is great. And I've just hammered out there. I've gone out miles. I thought, fucking, this is easy. And then I turned around and... I'm fucked. Ah, fuck, I've gone with the wind. Yeah. With the tide, current. with the current. Yeah. Took me fucking 10 days to get back. <laughs> I, thought, I had to get some. I knew I was in trouble when I saw a Somali fucking pirate ship coming towards me. I go, fuck, I'm a bit far out here. <laughs> the same thing happened to me with my brother. Yeah. I, I, I passed the yellow buoy at Rye Pier and I just kept going and I turned around and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, long way out, aren't you? And out of nowhere, two lifesavers came on jet skis. They're yeah. like, you right? I'm like, yeah, I should be all right. Yeah, I'm you're like, right. you're a bit far out. I'm yeah. like, yeah, What's yeah, that I just brown noticed. stuff running down at the bottom of your board shorts, mate? <laughs> it's a shark deterrent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this can't taste like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I think I'll be all right. So I paddled back, but um, they're ultra light. So they you, are. If light. you lie down and paddle, yeah, I sort of, I got on my knees and really did that. Quick. So I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't copping all the breeze. I was sort of really um, wind resistant. So that's what I was doing. Yeah. Have you seen those? Uh, they cost thirteen grand. Uh, I've yet to see them on a beach yet, but it's a, uh, it's a surfboard that's propelled by an electric battery oh and they sit up no they sit up yeah i have seen a few wankers on those yeah have you seen in real yeah 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 where they're standing up sort of above just hovering out, out uh, of... above the water yeah 13 grand they're 13k fuck me yeah and people just put them in their beach box obviously yeah that's what they fucking do now i'm determined to break into a boathouse <laughs> yeah 13k for What's, a surfboard yeah some of them they're, yeah they're done up the old Boathouses, yeah, mm. good, uh, good investment if you got the cash. Fuck that! Don't if you're spending two hundred two hundred and fifty grand in a boathouse, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there there are some flogs down the beach, like especially Mount Martha. You can see like the little rich kids who have just yeah living off the parents' wealth. But um, that's nuts. When I was there as a kid, it was uh, dimmies, fish and chips. Um, that's it. Now it's like. Yeah, smashed avo and all this like, ho- like hollandaise sauce that's made from scratch, and you're like, <laughs> fuck and hell, yeah, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, it has changed. It, you know, we did we did a gig together in St Andrews mm. over the weekend, and a plumber came up to me, and he was very. His name's Gary, and he lives yes, in St I- Andrews, and he's like, oh, my property's worth six million. Right? I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like this is like, beautiful down there, isn't it? This is where we grew up as kids, and it was just there was nothing there. Well, yeah, it's gone nuts, nuts the old pen- peninsula. It's gone crazy. Everyone wants to get out, out of the city, and yeah, yeah, it's hard to hard to get in there. So, very lucky, mate. Very lucky. So, um, uh, tell me about uh, underbelly. Cause, oh, okay, because uh, I I uh, I saw uh, uh, I saw a film clip being filmed and they had a million lights yeah fuck and they had all these control panels and i remember looking at them and going thank fuck i'm not an actor because i'd be shitting myself it's it was daunting man there's a lot riding on you not to fuck up your lines oh, oh shit myself so just, shit myself can um, you just um just take me tell tell everyone about it was underbelly it was informer yeah the, the informer 3838 and it was about nicola gobbo lawyer x who was, you know, mates with the cops, mates with, um, you know, a few of the crims and was banging a few of them. Um, yes. Well, the first thing is, because 
you know, you mentioned so is that. Is this about Mockbell getting done? This is about she was representing Mockbell. I'll go back because you talk about acting. I don't take it that serious. At the start, I'd go for these auditions and I'd be really devastated. Do you think now maybe that's why you're getting these roles because you're not giving a fuck well, about maybe it it's too like much. You're it, more loose? Well, maybe it's like because I was very desperate with chicks when I was younger as well. Yeah. And they can sense the desperation exactly. in this loser. Like Louis C.K. says, this cum coming out of your eyes. Yeah. Again. Whereas now in my 40s, I'm very chill with women. That's it. That's it. So maybe maybe it's the I don't give a fuck kind of thing where I I'll just so. go in and I'll just go, I'm just going to do it how, as me. I'm not going to try to be someone else. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a proper actor. I've never had lessons, so... Okay, so I don't fell, know how to do that. So you fell into the, the audition of a wife beater quite naturally? It was easy. Well, I didn't even have to audition. They just said, we've seen some of your work. Um, so <laughs> They saw Kristen's face. They so. saw Kristen. They <laughs> came awful. in. Yeah, no, that's bad. That's a bad That's joke. bad. That's bad. Fuck, man. That's a Sorry, shit joke. We're just, that's a fuck around. Watch it's that just come jo- back well, and haunt me. it's just jokes. It's jokes. They're jokes. Um, yeah, they're jokes. No, I saw my face. I punched myself. Um, so, <laughs> But I went in, <clears throat> and there's an actor. In there, and you got to do the lines. They're the worst ones where you got to fucking learn lines. I thought, can I? Can you stop right there? Because I'm genuinely sorry if I'm swearing a bit. I'm going. You did, mate. Do it. Only a dem. You'll attest. Listens. So, <laughs> so can you paint the picture? Is it? Is there a waiting room where you have? To, well, where, where you're with other actors, like a doctor's waiting oh, yeah. room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, you go in the other actors, and you're like, fuck, he's hot. He'll get it. And he's the hottest. He's a hotter ginger than me. Like, or are there other gingers? Well, or? this I was playing a thug, so there, there was some fucking rare units in there. Really? <laughs> oh, I can't even remember. I can't even remember. Do you, but, t- do you chat to them, or is everyone just? Oh in man, there? I, I don't. Is it like a green room in stand-up? People are comics are pacing. Are the actors pacing? Talking uh, to them. Some of them, yeah. Some of them are real, probably serious about it. I, I sort of learn early that I don't know about the acting world. I just. You know, everyone what did you seems. You learn early. You don't bother them. Um, I just don't think I want to be an actor. Like I, I like acting a bit, but to actually chase acting, I'm like, there's no way. There's so many fake people. Yeah, of course. In I'm, acting, I'm just, so I'm just like, oh my god. But you went for informer. But I went for informer, and so I go in. Oh well, first you go in, you sign on, and then you got to fill out all your details, your measurements, which. Should have saved somewhere, so I've got to go get Do that little tape any, measure. What are your hips? What are your chest? Any weird questions apart from no. standard anatomy questions, or any weird ones like nah. any allergies or any like are you, any med, any mental health issues, or are you on any? Like, oh, we've all got that, mate. <laughs> yeah. We've all got that. No, they don't ask about that. You just okay. fill out your details, and then you go in, and you've got a casting director. You got to say to camera, "You go, hi, I'm Evan Hawking. I'm with so and so talent agency." I don't have any other stuff on TV or whatever, all this stuff. And then, yeah, there was a guy who was the other actor, and I have to deliver my line. And the line was, we've had a gut full of the Moran shit, and we want them off the street. (laughs) And I just coughed a loogie in his face, and he goes... That was frightening. No, so... And then I reached for him. You got COVID? uh, Yeah. I haven't had it yet, so maybe I do. Um... So, and then he grabs my arm, and they go, cut. And the casting writer said, wow, that was very intimidating. So I thought, that's a good sign. And I think it's in my eyes. 
I think so, I, yeah. I think I get my dad's got crazy eyes when he's gonna go nuts. So I think I, I, I've I will, got crazy eyes. I'll, I'll be very careful here, but yeah, you are. Well, you'll cop it, mate. You, you're a wonderful person, but when you hang out with you, <laughs> you realise that. Yeah, there's a streak. There's, <laughs> there's a I don't know, like a, a a sixth of pit bull DNA somewhere in there. There's, there's somewhere something. it takes me. There's something. a lot to snap, and I never really do. But there's some things. Just after a while, you just go fuck it. Yeah, but it was just in the eyes. So you fa- you brought that to the surface. So I brought that to the surface. So when you're in the waiting, I find room. that easier. Yeah, being angry or doing that. Than being lovey dovey, because there was another thing I had to do, where it was for some series, it might have been Charlie Pickering's show, The Weekly or something like this, where I had to be like lovey dovey with a girl, and it was so. And this girl, she, or woman, um, she yeah. she came yeah. <laughs> this five year old kid was just. Like, it's it was, a Fisher Price it toy ad. <laughs> you had Woo! to fall in love Here's with her. Here's a rubber ducky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. yeah. So she came, or she was, she, she was Australia's representative for Miss World in like 2017 or something like that. And this is 2018. Oh, so still, it's not like she's fall, it's not like she's fallen off a cliff. And she just the donuts. Yeah. What happened to you? She. Well, there's no way I would have like at a nightclub. There's no way. She would have even looked twice at me. So I'm worried about my teeth, my freckles, and I'm thinking, this is so ridiculous. Like, this chick would never be with me. And then I had to do somewhere. I kiss her on the cheek and look back at the camera. I'm going red. I'm embarrassed. And the, the director's like, oh, just relax. Just, you know, just do what you would do if you're, you know, you were, you're with your fiance. And I'm thinking, well, fuck. I'd be on one couch, she'd be on the other. She'd be, she'd be telling me how much she loves black blokes. And I'm just like, this isn't working. So, oh, it took about 50 takes. And in the end, the director had to talk to me like I was a, like I was a, like I was a school kid. Like, okay, give her a kiss on the cheek. Now look back happy and <laughs> smile. Okay, go back. And, oh, man, it was so embarrassing. So you just didn't believe that it was a... Oh, I was just too self-conscious. Yeah. No, I went back to all those times when you're 16, 17, and all of a sudden you've you got shit teeth and, you know, you, you're close to them. Like, bloody embarrassing. I could imagine so, yeah. But as an actor, you can't make that switch, but... Oh, I can't. You just, yeah, that's, that's why, why you're fucking around part-time with acting. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. do that. Like, imagine doing a sex scene with someone. Yeah, it'd be awkward. Oh, it'd be awkward as. Like, regular sex awkward. I mean, credit to actors that jump the fence and cross genders. Man, and, they... Do you know what I mean? Like, who was it? Like, yeah, it was Russell Crowe, after he did Romper Stomper, got a Nazi following, and he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And they're like... Oh, it was too believable. R- yeah, ring, they were ringing him up from Hollywood going, we've got to do another Romper Stomper part two. So you know what he went and did? The Sum of Us, where he played a gay yeah. guy, and all the Lost Nazis all his... sat on the couch with popcorn, ready for Russell's oh, new movie. And he's... And he's banging some dude. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. Ah, damn. <laughs> so, yeah, credit to Russ. Oh, that's, that's great. Brilliant acting. It but... shows you how good proper actors are to be able and do those lines over and over again. So, I get the part. Were you. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, no. What are yeah, you no, no. Say? You got the part. Go on. I stopped you trying to I got the part and 
it was a surprise because I never get anything. So I thought, okay, this is this is all right. I've got lines. I've got lines now. So I've got a big scene. Wow. And that's, that's, that's big, man. And that's where the pressure is. Cause that's such a cool show as well, Underbelly. We all know it. It's, yeah. It's so popular. Yeah. So what happens is she walks out of court. And the thing, I've got to throw her against the wall. So the lawyer... The lawyer, lawyer yep. X, uh, Ella Scott, someone, the actual And she's actress. leaking all this info about your boss. So, no, what happened was she was she was Mockbell's lawyer. Okay. But then she, in the scene, she thought she could represent anyone. She was untouchable. So then she went and represented, like, Louis Moran. Yeah. So, and Tony wasn't happy. So he sends me in the big old bustling yeah. Evo. Because Mockbell and Moran were Mock, They were enemies. Wall. They were sworn enemies. And I go in, and she's walking out of court, and she just says, oh, not bad, eh? And I grab her, and I just go, we've had a gutful of the Moran shit. And I threw again about three times. And what you don't, you just think, well, how's that done? How like, physically did you handle Oh, man, her? I felt bad. Like, yeah. So they they sure. padded, padded her back up. Did she give you an okay? Did she say to you, "Look, I know it's gonna. It must feel awkward for you to physical, physically like throw me around, but just, just go for it." Or was the director like, "I've spoken with her." Well, there's a hard. stunt man. There's a stunt guy. Stunt woman. Uh, stunt person. It wasn't a. It was a. No, it, it was her. A woman. But there's a stunt director who who comes in and he takes. So they pat her back up, yeah. and then he says to her, "said What you got to do when Evan throws you against the wall? You've got to." Yeah, hunch up so you don't jolt your head back. Because she would have hit her head on a brick wall. Oh, a coordinator. So the stunt man, yeah, yeah. And, and he goes, grab her here, grab her there, and you don't... It wasn't a full sort of throw. It was just like a, a quick jab kind of thing, but it was hard. Yeah. Are you going to erect, Katsy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So I'm just covering my nose so it doesn't grow. <laughs> On the spot there. But yeah, so because I couldn't just go, and it's all to throw her up against the wire fence. Uh, what's it? no? It's a brick wall. A brick wall. That's why she was padded up. Got you. And he said, "Keep your head forward. Keep so your head, head forward. Doesn't Keep your head forward so you don't get whiplash and, and knock yourself out." And also, also with the camera angles, because it was a close in, I couldn't just go because it's all the camera angles and things like that. So they cheat. With how things look and how so you have to retake it a lot of retake times it a lot together. of times. So there was yeah one where it was over my shoulder, one where it was side on. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a. I felt bad after. I go oh fuck, are you all right? Yeah okay. She goes yeah yeah I'm all good. So it would it shook her up a bit. Yeah, and then as I'm walking off, I uh, I said yeah one last shove. I said um, oh, fuck off, bitch. Against the wall. All right, that's going to be the sound bite. Hocko belts a woman. Watch that get a lot of views. No context. And then I keyed her. I'm not going to put it in context. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I then I keyed her car. I mean, that wasn't even in the script. <laughs> Yay! Yay! One of my favourite jokes yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, but then that's what you think because then what? And then I I ran off and I got into Tony Mockbell's car, but and then she walks up. It's all cut in and whatever, and she walks off and just sort of looks like she's still shocked. Mm -hmm. So what she said was, can you, to get her in that frame of mind that she's just been roughed up, like before the director said cut, she said, oh, can you just like shake me or, you know, so that's the professionalism that 
yeah, actors have got to get into that method. to get into that mindset. Yeah. yeah, so I shook her up, and then yeah, so she's really yeah. So that was interesting, but it was funny though because I hopped in, I hopped in the car with um the dude who plays Tony Mockbell, <coughs> and I had to like roll, roll past. So they said, "Oh, I'll go at about five k's or something like that." And Mockbell, he said, oh, have you ever done this before? Um, he mentioned some word. I said, oh, no, fuck, I've never done this. But I have driven a car. <laughs> so he goes, because <laughs> the, the, the cameraman, he was going to follow me. So, yeah, just roll along at 5Ks and they'll sort of follow it. It'll be this dramatic scene. Of you eyeballing of, her. Of um, Mockbell eyeballing it. I was the driver. Got you. And Mockbell's looking out the window. And oh, yeah. it was a Ford sort of, old Ford Falcon. It was V8, V8. And they go, action. And I just go, and I go, they go, too fast, too fast, too fast. I've gone up about 30 k's or something. Not quite, but um, yeah, they go, whoa, whoa, and pulled up and Mock Bell goes, ah, that was a bit quick. Yeah. So, but just little things like that, which are a bit of fun. But when you've never done shit like that, you don't know what's going on. It's fantastic. You're learning on the job, mate. Just like life, always learning on I the d- job. I told you the true story that happened to me with um, Vids Colosimo, how he came into my work at the Pokies and he tried to withdraw 500 bucks, but he had exceeded his withdrawal limit. Ooh. And I, I was so tempted to go, sorry, no cash. No cash. Here, <laughs> no, cash. <laughs> no cash. But I'm like, if I do that, he'll fucking punch me. Ah, maybe he would. But what I wanted to say about that was um, yeah. he fucking had charisma, man. He had this gravitas. It was He was a cool dude. He was taller than me and he was bigger and he was like dressed nice. And he told me later he just flew back from Sydney from a shoot. Nice. Do they, do they, like, I don't reckon he did. He's just saying that. Yeah, I heard he was on the glass Barbie while I was, <laughs> while I was doing stand up in England for 10 years. I heard he's burning the Barbie. But you what know, are you a big punter or something. If he's, if he's, Gambler? In the, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not going to speak badly of him. Oh, well, I did he say he exceeded, glass Barbie. He exceeded his limit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, yeah, if you burn the glass Barbie, chances are. You know, you're going to play the pokies. It's like a tea with a biscuit. You know? <laughs> yeah. They go hand in it's hand. Like, it's like cooking it's like cook, cooking a barbie with a beer or yeah, something like you just, that. Yeah, they go hand yeah, in hand. Yeah, I've got to fucking get down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that fucking voice. Fucking oath, man. Did you see... Uh, so, my question. Were they were there actors that were too cool for school? Like, you know... There was... like Every now and then... I'll give you an example. Michael McIntyre was too cool for school yep. in the green room. Like he kept British se- comedian, for anyone listening. Kept separate from me, like just away over there. Eddie Izzard was a bit up himself as well. He was off to the distance, um, like just like quiet with Do you reckon he, what the, he was getting in the character? Because he does sort of the... Tra- the no, um, he is... He is... Uh, yeah. He's gender fluid. Yeah. So he's yeah. like... he's he, he rock, At that gig, he rocked up as a bloke. Mm. But... Some days he wakes up and he's a woman. That's yeah. just Eddie. But um, he doesn't put on a dress to go on stage. He just comes as, today he's a woman, tomorrow he's a bloke. That's just Eddie. Um, and Chappelle was too cool. Chappelle yeah. was awesome. Dave Chappelle like, shook well, there's my hand an aura. and spoke to me. Yeah. Um, were there any actors that were like, fuck, look at this guy. Well, what see, a cockhead. All right, yeah. And I'm trying to, do it, <laughs> trying to do a bit about a story about it. So earlier, no. Middle of last year, 2021, during one of the lockdowns, I get I got another role. So this was a little different. Uh, I got a role in Fires. Yes. Which was about the fires uh, two Christmases ago up in New South Wales. And I, I 
It was on. There were six episodes on the ABC on a Sunday night uh, late last year. And I, I don't think any of my mates watched it because usually if I'm on TV, I'll get screenshots of me big dopey head. Go, hey, good work, mate. Yeah. Good work. But no one watched it because I got fucking nothing. But um, so I played this daggy dad, and it was maybe eight days filming or something like that. And Sam Worthington, oh yeah, was the main character for people who don't know Sam Worthington Avatar. Uh, I first saw him in Getting Square, which was two thousand three. A bloody Avatar killed his Hollywood career. It did. It was just a fucking flop. Avatar? Yeah. That was massive. Well, I think it was a flop because years later, people were like, James Cameron, you sold out because you mishmashed a whole heap of sci-fi stories together and stitched them together and sold it as an original sci-fi when it wasn't. But anyway, Ah, that's a different topic. That's a different topic. So Sam Worthington. So I think that was his big break, Avatar. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so Sam Worthington's there and I'm not someone who's going to get... So he'd sort of rock up in his own car, which is... Fair enough. He was staying in the city or something because he's based in Sydney now during the lockdown. So he was down here on his own and it was filmed out at Arthur's Creek, something like that, at a little hall. And for the first two or three days, he just he just kept to himself, which is fair enough. I mean... Tra- do they have trailers? Like in a yeah, he had like his own trailer. Caravan, sorry. Caravan. Yeah, yeah his own... His own what um, did you have? A tent? Oh, oh, at man. that stage... Like, with what? with underbelly, I, I got a little trailer because I was I was you up had, there. You had your own fucking trailer for a bit. I had no, but I had my own trailer, and yeah, I thought fuck. this is fucking great. How good's this? And then slowly, more actors who had bigger roles than me would Push sort of out. rock in, and I go, okay, I know, I know where I am in the. Did you have your the name with the star? Nah, just no. said um, Evo cast. Uh, psycho. psycho guy who's good at beating women nutcase <laughs> yeah so uh but yeah you just slowly get filtered out it wasn't like right. i was living the high life all right, all right. so he had his own trailer he had his he, own and he was trailer. keeping to himself he was keeping to himself on set he was keeping to himself and he was sort of arguing a bit with the director and sort of really making his presence felt yeah, because uh, when actors get to a certain level, they can go the director, can't they? Like, and it must oh, be intimidating for a director to go, this is Sam Worthington. He's he's done some shit. Am I, where am I at? But I, I understand that because um, uh, I think it was Ridley Scott and he was saying Russell Crowe again, sorry, but he would say Russell Crowe thinks he's top shit. Yeah. And we would shoot all these scenes that Russell, Russell wanted, different angles, and the director would be like, I just let him do it, but I wasn't going to use it wasn't anyway. Use I it. just let him fucking have his way. Yeah. And then deleted everything that yep. night. Yep. So yep. Sam would interfere. What would the director do? Would he push back? Or oh, would the he... director would sort of go, okay, yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, okay, good, good. He'd take it on board, and then a few of the other actors who were maybe younger and not as up there, would sort of be sort of rolling their eyes at each other and go, oh, he's going, here he goes again. Fuck. Here he goes again. So there was a bit of tension. You could feel it between the other actors, the director, and my on-screen wife, um, she she was a, a chatty sort of a girl. She, um, yeah, loved having a chat. And after about the fourth day, she said, oh, fuck this. I'm going to just go up and talk to him. Fuck it, trying to... 
you know. So every actor you know, gave him space here. Gave him space. And point. you could see, like, him getting in character. Like, he'd be, like, pacing around before action. He'd be like... Because he was a... Did he have someone that lived the fires that would tell him, hey, Sam, this is what it was well, like? Well, this, this is where, this is this joke I'm trying to work on. Um, he ended up chatting, right? And my t- on-screen wife, she broke him down and he started telling some great stories about how when he first went to LA, he went with two mates and uh, one of them, they only had enough money for one hotel room, so one of them had to sleep in a car while they're trying to get auditions. And he said it was nice. crazy. So Great time, doing it tough. Great time, it. doing it tough. And then you just go, great. And he, he talked about his, his wife now and his kids. And you start going, Sonny's a buddy. He's a good bloke. What did I think? And he just started um, talking through some acting stuff. Like there was one scene where we were meant to be looking up during the fires at like a, a helicopter that wasn't obviously there. Mm. So he starts. They added in so with effects someone with a tongue. Yeah, they just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Low budget. Just the mash. The, the mash theme. It was the ABC. It was the mash theme. <laughs> but you don't know where. So they go, he said to the director, he said, well, what's our eye line? Because you can't have 20 different people looking in different areas. Where, where is this bloody <laughs> cockeyed heli- helicopter? And they said. And uh, so, yeah, someone with a broom sort of just walked across and go, that was our eye line. But something like that, like, it's very smart. Yeah. You're not being a smart ass, but no, surely the director should have thought of that. Fair point. Yeah, so he was doing some really great stuff. I go, good work, Sammy. Well done, Tick. Yep. Yeah. So then what happens is the big scene is where we're all in this hall and this fire is is meant to be coming over the hill. So he's trying to get in. Into character again, and this <laughs> this old guy, this one of the other actors said, "Oh, this reminds me of a time when I was down with the family at Hall's Gap, and there was a fire around us, and we ran outside. We had the cricket gear. We we're going to play a game of cricket. We run outside, and we're hit by this wall of heat. It's like a hundred degrees. And and were though he starts going, okay, right, you're getting in character. He goes, right, okay." He's trying to understand. He's trying to understand. Where's my headspace? Yeah. What is this like? He goes, okay. You run outside with the family. You've got you've got the cricket gear. You want to play a game of cricket, but you run outside. You're hit by this wall of heat. It's like 100 degrees. He said, what did you what did you want to do? What did you feel like doing? And and I chipped in. And I said, definitely batting. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good joke. But. I, I tell like that on stage, but Fuck really yeah. what happened was my timing wasn't as good, and I didn't say it as loud. Did he just fucking eyeball it? Oh, no one, nah. This is the thing of stand-up. I said it probably about three seconds after, and I sort of just kept it. Low. did it out the side of my mouth, <laughs> and only one person sort of heard it and had a bit of a chuckle, so he didn't really hear it, but in the joke. At least someone chuckled, man. At least someone chuckled. I thought that was a fucking great joke. Great joke. That's the fork in the road, man. You're the comedian or you're the actor, and you're definitely the comedian. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be one of these thespian fucks that's like, oh, I'm burning, I'm sweating, what do I want to do? Yeah, but just that thought of, well, as well, you know when it's 30 degrees how bad it is? Oh, man. Like, I don't want to field, I don't want to bowl. You just want to bat. I just want to bat. And then once I go out... I'm fucking keeping or something like all the, that. All the lebos in my street would bat, 
even though we'd, we'd throw the bat up in the air, yeah. they were like, I'm batting, I don't care. Yeah. And they'd bat, and when they got out batting, they g- gave up on the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, no, that's it. We're not playing anymore. We're done. We're not. Yeah. Unless we can bat again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, I used to play with my younger brother, and he's six years younger, hates cricket, never had a cricketing bone in his body, and i get him out all the time. i get him out, and then it got to a point where i just bowl bean balls at him, take balls and that. And, and, but you always wanted something to do. You wanted someone. To, I didn't care if I had to bowl, but... Yeah, you'd end up hitting him, and you end up just giving him twenty different chan- twenty chances. Go, ah, oh, you can bat again, mm. just so he'd he'd bowl a few balls and you smash him over the fence. <laughs> oh, that's great! So I uh, get that. So uh, I, know, I know you're looking at. In the end, were though good, great bloke, great bloke, great bloke. So okay. the first impressions, you're like, this guy's a flog, yep. but mate, really uh, knowledgeable. If you're an actor, it would have been great to sort of learn off him. Even I picked up some stuff. Yeah, it's like hanging in the green room with a great comic, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, well, you just... You get a newfound respect for... And then what he did as well. Like, he'd had the lines, obviously, but he said, you can't... And when the fire was meant to be coming into the room, the director was like, oh, you do this, you do that. He said, well, it's got to be a bit chaotic. Like, if this fire's engulfing you, you're like, it's got to be chaos. Mm. It's got to be like he, he started banging the walls, and because you had to get in that mindset that we're under, you know, the fire's raging. You know, was it, yeah. Was there anyone there to to tell you what it was really like? Or? Um, no, no. I mean, maybe some of the other actors, the main actors, had, had heard stories about from from people. Mm. Um, but you know, we're just is that the is that the bad one where like heaps of people died. Uh, well, that was two years ago up when people got evacuated. Uh, from I'm the thinking, one where... I'm Scott, thinking of 2009. Uh, or 2009? Yeah, that's... Black the, Saturday? That's the bad one. Yeah. yeah. This was one where Scott Morrison tried to shake everyone's hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, they're like, fuck off, right, mate. Jump in the fire, can't Yeah. <laughs> Burn um, you. Yeah. I, so. uh, I, I remember 2009, I, f- I left work and the sky was orange, like fucking Mars. I'm like, holy shit. Went straight to the last laugh yep. at the Athenaeum Theatre, jumped on stage, did a gig, and normally at this stage of my career I was getting laughs, but no one was laughing was just at a, anyone, and they're different. all like looking, like looking at their phones, yeah. and, and that's where numbers were coming in about what was happening. Yeah, that was, so um, I was up in Port Douglas then, so I don't really, you know, know what it was like down there but i remember coming back for a wedding the year after basically a year and it was out at um like near altham and that you could see the hills were just it was just sticks mm. sticks everywhere it was um yeah pretty brutal um i know we've got to go to a gig yeah um we could wrap this up but before we do just give me three to five minutes on scuba diving because uh, you mentioned port douglas and yeah. i'm fascinated by the barrier reef it's like the the biggest Reef on Earth. You can Is see that, it from the moon, can't you? You can see it from space. Right? Yeah, probably the moon. I've never been there, but <laughs> I think it's one small step for men. Oh fuck, barrier yeah, it's reef. A barrier reef. Mate. I think Jeez, it's, in it's there, white. In a footnote. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you you would uh, from Port Douglas, you would go there and and scuba dive. No, nah, not from Port Douglas. No. This is a stupid thing. But there's a re- the the reef goes to yes, Port Douglas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this uh, very quickly, I did a resort management course. 2006, 2007. So I learned, obviously, how to manage resorts. You know, get a little overview. But I did 
scuba diving in that. So I got my dive instructors. So I did that in Melbourne. Or, you know, you go down to Portsea, you go down to, um, you know, across to Queenscliff, Queenscliff and you, you teach people how to dive. How deep can you go? Uh, on your open water, you can go to 18 metres. If you go your advanced, you can go to, I think it's 30, 30 on your advanced. And then your instructors, technically, you can only go to 30 until you get your deep ticket. And then you go down to 40. And then once it gets over 40 uh, metres, it's like... You can't see sunlight? Uh, no, you can. It depends what you what you're diving on. It's actually okay. it's it's amazing. Depend on the day how clear it is underwater. Okay. And but then the deeper you go, you've got all these different mixes. You need more air, and you've got to have you know you got to you can only come up at certain points and you got to stop. It? And yeah, because the science is something like nitrogen will cause nitrogen bubbles. It will it'll in your make your blood, blood stream. boil. Yeah. Uh, not boil, but I think you can get like air bubbles in your yeah, bubble. in your blood Sorry. stream. Not boil, not bubble. boil. And yeah. it'll and and that leads to the bends. Make bends. You go, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The bends. Oh, it's been so long since I've done it, but if you come up too quick, and also. Because you're going down, I think every 10 metres you go down, that's one atmosphere. So there's there's uh, maybe 10 times the pressure on your body. Fuck. Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty intense. Have you seen anyone with the bends or come yeah, up Yeah, a few quick? people in our in our group got it one time because what, what someone... They oh, they fucked around. Do they right? look drunk? Uh, no, the bends is more... Hypoxia? No, you get up and you've got to ta- have oxygen and stuff like that. So their eyes are rolling? If, they don't know where they are? Uh, I'm not exactly sure how they were on the boat and whatever, but um, you just feel, it's almost like you feel crook, like crook, okay. lethargic. Um, All right. Yeah, so then you, uh, one of them had to go into the hyperbaric chamber. And that gets so, the nitrogen out of the blood Yeah, safely. I think it does. I don't know the exact... Um, shit around it but. so tell me about the barrier reef man like it's well i never dived on you it. never dived no on i it. went there to start of 2008 ah. with my dive instructors and i thought yeah i'm going up i'm going to be diving the reef every day this is going to be my job I'm living the dream baby and uh there was no work when i first got up there because it was wet season yep and i just got a job in a resort um beyond the bar never went diving once okay gotcha not once like ha- is that the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard I think you're lucky. I'll tell you why. Thanks, because mate. I heard a crimes podcast. and not a, Well, it wasn't really a crime. It was a fuck up. Oh, is this? And it sounds like something Evo would do if he was on that <laughs> charter boat. Um, what, fuck the head count? Yeah. And leave someone on the reef. So Evo's working on a boat. He takes out 26 people to... Tongue, is this the Lonigans? Yes. Yeah. Tongue Reef or something like that, which uh, is near was, Port Douglas, whatever. Yeah, you go to sort of three different sites. On, yep. on the day, on their last site. But yeah. it's part of the Great Barrier Reef. It's a oh, component yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so these people dive, and then at the end of the shift, they all jump back up on the boat, and Hocko's like, ah, yeah, let's fucking go. And they roar it, and they didn't do a head count, and for days, two people were missing, and those two people were American tourists yeah. that didn't, get accounted for and they fucking drowned man and well, I was like, you, they Holy don't know shit. what happened do they oh, really they but drowned. i mean you're not going to last long out there nah, there's, there's all, all these conspiracies cons- they no, fake their own death i don't and, believe that no man. i don't believe that like what how it's easier to just disappear oh mate that would be that easier would be a, a freakish feeling being in the middle of the ocean knowing that the boat's fucked off so man. you never actually scuba dived there 
No, I never did it. Wow, there you go. Never did it. So I snorkeled a heap and that. But it was sort of one of those things. I was playing football and all the scuba diving work was, you know, you had to do it weekends. And so I just, oh, I think I got comfortable with, um, I ended up cleaning pools. What a fucking life. Great life, mate. Could you do it forever? Cleaning pools. In oh, Port Douglas. Uh, or were you itching you to do... If business. Were you itching to do stand-up? Is that why... Oh, in Port Douglas, I wasn't really doing stand-up. I think Port Douglas just... I got to a point where I'd been there for four years and... Enough? Things were good, but then I got single and was fucking up a bit. Yeah. Small town if you do some stupid shit. So basically, you went through every girl and they were like, we well, are done here, Hocko. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> hey, we got to go. It's like a coffee card. <laughs> you, you, keep, you stamp them off. Every bird go. in Port Douglas is <laughs> the done. The 10th one is free. So. <laughs> um, we have to go because we've got to go to a gig yeah, in Hardeman's. But plug Hardeman's, man, because it's a great gig that you run. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. I used to live in Kensington. And, um, yeah, Chris, uh, one of the part owners of Hardeman's, they did it up years ago. And it's a, it's a great locals pub. There's no pokies. There's no tab. Oh, I think there might. Is there a tab? Don't know. But it's just people go there to drink, catch up. Have a meal and yeah, started running comedy nights. So every uh, few months we'll we'll run one and yeah, great little rooms, low ceilings, soundproofing. It's great. You and always have cracking headliners as cracking well. Cracking headliners, yeah. So tonight's Randy, and by the time this comes out, the show will be over. But um, yeah, I'll bring it out next week. Follow, follow. Um, who's who's coming up next? Don't know yet. All right. So last time you had Peter Hallier. Yep. And tonight you've got We've Randy. We've had Husey, Jim had- Owen. Dave O'Neill, Fiona. And Jim Owen's famous. He's on the wall in a riot. Yes. A, wearing the same fucking jacket. Same jacket. That was so weird. What a yeah, surreal moment. crazy. There was crazy. someone at Hardeman's on a wall in a frame, a picture of a protester getting wrestled by a cop, and he's in this blue jacket with a white lining. And we go, hey, Jim Owen, it looks like you. And Jim Owen look, and he goes, oh, he's even wearing my jacket. Yeah. I'm like, fucking hell. It is, mate. So weird. Anyway, yeah. we've got to go because yeah. we've got to so go get, get on the Aussie pub comedy tour if you want to know any more yep. shit like that. But anyway, good fun, Catsy boy. Thanks, Slatsy. 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 <laughs> See you, Hocko. See you, mate.